0: at SAFM with Ashraf Gardner. Sunday morning, two hours of brand communications, media, marketing, advertising. That's what we will talk about. And you can talk to me as well. You know that, right? Uh, anything you want to get off your chest in that broad field, well, just give me a shout. 891 nine one-104207. Tweet at Ashraf Gardner and SMS 34701. Don't expect you to do all three. You can actually choose whichever one of the three options you absolutely uh wants to use lots to talk about we will talk about uh, there's been this, this issue around the south african tv awards and and whether They, just how relevant they are in terms of the categories, because it happens this coming weekend, but uh, many believe, in fact, the categories just are just so obscure. They just don't cover the full spectrum of people who are, you know, TV presenters or TV shows. We'll certainly talk about that. Then, if you followed that, uh, certainly in the, in the Gauteng Joburg area of the last couple of weeks, you saw that sorry in the clouds, and really mean that sorry in the clouds, followed up by the news. Uh, a, a campaign that that followed up thereafter, which was very, very interesting in terms of uh, a, a brand, a financial services brand, and the story reflecting really a change of attitude towards how you will judge finances so well, we 'll talk about that around a quarter to a quarter to ten, but for now, three new. News services launched or launching. Uh, I'm talking about the African News Agency. We're looking at uh, News24, the wire service, then News24 Wire, in fact. And RDM, as in Rand Daily Mail, we've chatted to Ray Hartley before RDM Newswire. That, ostensibly, in the absence of Sapa, which has got a few days more to run, just about everybody who's in the news, or even if you're a consumer of news, have seen Sapa, SAPA, wherever, newspaper articles, etc. all over the, all throughout the years. So what does all this mean? You know, these, uh, the, the 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 demise of Sapa on the one hand, these news services, uh, what do they offer? What about diversity? Are they too many? Why three? Why not just one solid South African news service? Is diversity great? What about affordability? What's the business models like? What uh, What's going to come out of it? Lots of questions in fact, and we've got three guests who will talk us through all of that. So let's start in fact by chatting and I'm trying to pick out some things or someone's trying to oh yes let me just tell you by the way quickly people you can actually vote in right now in terms of a couple of things one is your what I call the brand win of the week SMS me, brand winner of the week, whatever it is that you think. It could be a person, could be a, uh, it could be a, a sports team, it could be a group of people, it could be something. Brand fail of the week. Someone said, once again, can't look beyond ASCOM, but that's their opinion, so you know where I'm getting it. And then an advert that really got you excited. And think about this one here. In the last seven days, is there... A quote from someone, obviously, now, in the main a public figure, that for you uh, qualifies for you to say, hey, that for me is the quote of the week. It's not necessarily about whether the person's right or wrong, but it absolutely stands out for you to get you thinking about it. Well, if you do, just... Tweet me the quote to at Ashraf ganda or SMS me 34701. I may just read it out later on uh, in the show. Okay, let's get then into the issues around uh, the news services. Professor Anton Harbour is one of my three guests. He's the Caxton Professor of Journalism and Media Studies and Director of the Journalism Programme at the University of Advances from Professor Harbour. Good chatting to you once again. Hi.
1: Uh, good morning. Yeah, good thanks. morning, and uh, good morning to your listeners.
0: And thanks for your time. William Bird with us as well from Media Monitoring Africa. William, good chatting to you. Hi. Good
2: morning, Asif. Good to speak to you again.
0: Thank you. I haven't seen you for a while. Ray Hartley also with us, who's the editor of the, as you heard, Rand Daily Mail RDM, that, that online site. Uh, Ray, good chatting to you. Hi. Hi, good morning. Good, indeed. In fact, you're not just that, because now you're going to head up this RDM Newswire service as well, isn't it, Ray? Yeah, it's very exciting. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Yeah. Exciting. Give, give us the background here. So, as far as we know, we've had we've had Sapa. Sapa has got a few yeah. days to go. What, why the need to to create? Th- I'm not saying you've created three. There are there are going to be three now. There will be three uh, in the next few days. In fact, like, well, why the need to have three different wire services? Why not just have one solid one representing South Africa, Call it Sapa or whatever you like.
3: Well, I mean I think the, the fact is that Spher is closing, and whether or not there was a way in which it could have been viable as a, a new service for uh, for the Internet, I don't know. Uh, but you know, we subscribe to Safer. I and mean, one of the myths here is that uh, the newspaper houses all left SPA and SARPA collapsed. But actually online, we use Safer. I and mean, we've got Cypher copy online. There's going to be a hole when, when it closes down. So we've got to do something to fill that hole, and uh, the options are: use your competitors' copy, either for free or pay them, or develop your own news service. So we went for that option. You know, rather let's rather develop our own news service, rely on our own reporters, trust them to be um, better than the competition, and power up our internet products to that. And then, obviously, there's the potential for that to be used by external users, should they want to. You know, it has a commercial
0: dimension to it. People could subscribe to that service and use it elsewhere. Okay. Well, does it all make sense? Professor Anton Harbour, what, what are your thoughts about this?
1: Well, my thoughts are that, in principle, um, if one is going to have three agencies, when we used to have one, um, then on the face of it, that seems to me like a good, healthy development. Um, but I'm a bit sceptical because, um, um, you know, there's a difference between uh, a, a group like TNG or IOL um, repackaging uh, stuff it is already doing um, and trying to sell that, um, and being a news agency which uh, has a very particular, much more neutral, um, much more function. Uh, than just repackaging existing news and you know one of the reasons I'm skeptical is that all newspaper groups have been cutting back on their basic music uh, basic news coverage and so a great deal depends here on whether they're ready and willing to spend money on the basic function of gathering news The, the RDM site as we've known it and watched it over the last few months has had absolutely no budget at all so I'm intrigued to know whether there's actually going to be money spent on youth during it.
2: Okay,
0: well certainly we'll find out. Just your your initial thoughts uh, regarding this, William Bird.
2: Yeah, I mean I would tend to agree with uh, Anton as well. You know, it, it's it is a, a positive thing on some level, but if we couldn't keep one going, what's to say we're going to manage to keep three? So th- on the surface, it looks as though we're setting up a battle where you know one of them is bound to win, and then, and and the reality of it is it does come down to you know spending money and making sure that they invest resources and i think that news media owners need to be prepared to invest a busload of money into this kind of thing and not expect returns at least for it to make any kind of sense of money for at least the next five or six years you know that's when you because i think that they tend to forget that these things eat a lot of money news to to do really good quality news costs a lot of money and, and as We know in the news sector in South Africa, more and more journalists have been losing their jobs, not being taken on, which is Mm -hmm. Mm short-sighted from media owners, let's be clear about it, right, because they think that they save money now, but... The long-term impact on their on, of that on their news business is, is, is going to hurt them for years to come.
0: And, and therefore, overall, your thoughts, William, in terms of why is a news service needed? I'm just not assuming the answers are what I think. You know, why is there a need
2: for a news service? Well, I think it's. A, it, I mean, it's essential. One of the crucial elements that that it was able to deliver was the fact that it was a non-profit entity, and here and another crucial difference between these new ones is that they're being set up as for-profit entities, and that's necessarily will impact the nature and kind of news that you get so why is it necessary i think it's necessary because as as rave pointed out there's going to be a hole in the news it's necessary because you want to get uh offer different news to organizations and and, and groups that don't have the capacity to have journalists throughout the country to, to have journalists who can cover all of the different areas and so where Sapa was really really good was that they often had you know, bodies on the ground. They would be at meetings and at events when many journalists in newsrooms simply didn't have the capacity to do that. So it, it meets that kind of need, but it's got to look at how it's going to operate in a new digital uh, environment. And I think that that's going to be the critical thing to determine success or failure for these three new ones.
0: All well, right, then, from listeners, if you're a consumer, well, you should be a consumer of news, you're listening right now. 891 what do you make, A, of the demise of Sapa and then the launch of three new News wire services all make absolute sense. Great for diversity. What wonderful variety! Uh, how sustainable is it? Why would we need to actually split our resources? Um, are we talking about the RDM Newswire wire service and then News 24 wire and the third one being called African uh, News Agency? What do you make of it? Any thoughts? Certainly welcoming. Ray Hartley, let's go back then to Sapa. So, it, when Sapa decided it was not no longer sustainable, well, they just decided they had no choice in the matter. W- why not then? all the, the leading news organizations of this country pulling its resources together to say, hold it, we can just remodel this and make it better. Why then, therefore, a need for going, each one going its own way?
3: Yeah, look, I think the software model, you know, I mean, I think what happened is that it became increasingly irrelevant for newspapers because of the, the age that we live in, you know. Having a wire story from 12 o'clock today republished tomorrow morning in a newspaper is just not really good enough. I mean, you've got to you've got to come up with some original content. You've got to take the story further for a newspaper. So SARP I think, became irrelevant to newspapers and eventually they were using it as a tip-off service, maybe, but even less so with, with Twitter and the likes around. You know, that you, you can find out what's happening. So it then had to, I think, Retailer itself as an online news service. And in order to achieve that, it has to become a lot leaner and meaner um, because there isn't an awful lot of money floating around in online news. Um, There will be probably in the future, but right now, you know, it's not, it's still a very uh, new area for advertisers and the like.
0: And and so. And and the point brought up about sustainability that William and Antoine brought up, in a way you're going to get the money. You haven't seen to have spent too much on RDM so far.
3: Yeah, look, I mean, I think those are two separate things. I think RDM is an aggregator of the existing opinion and analysis content in the Times Media Group. And it's doing extremely well. It's very, uh, you know, quite proudly, I would say, uh, lean and mean. I mean, it doesn't have... A huge budget but what it's doing is making use of existing content and we are we do buy some news features in and we do employ people I mean I'm employed um, we have two staff that work on RDM full-time they're youngsters they've got jobs so there's a you know they got employed because of RDM and then you know we have a lot of people that write occasional content from us uh, for us that we pay for but that's RDM I think with the Newswire the, the, the fact is that we have news organizations that are covering a huge range of events across the country every day. Um, you know, and what we're looking to do here is not to repackage content that is going into print titles, but to create original content that is filed immediately for online consumption. And um, so it's a totally different model, really, to RDM. RDM is a, an opinion and analysis um, website. This news wire is going to be by-the-minute news as it happens.
0: I suppose the key is we how, how will it impact on the, on the end user and, and that's the point of bringing up to Professor Anton Harbour. In, in, in but, terms of, you know, there's two parts. One is one is the corporatization of it, but, but the other is for, for the end user. Uh, we touched on diversity. Can, can you see us as consumers Really benefiting from this, or would it be shortchanged uh, on the basis that it would be would be far better served as a country with one strong, powerful, authoritative news wire service? Anson, yeah, I've,
1: yes, I yes, I I I have no doubt that the loss of a national news agency, um, which is a kind of cooperative the way Sapa was. Mm-hmm and they're sharing news resources when it's more efficient to share them and uh, providing a neutral coverage of the kinds of things that are sometimes hard for different news outlets to cover. I've no doubt that losing that is a major loss to the country and there's no question in my mind that it's not replaced by individual companies um, repackaging their news Um, and I hear what Ray says that they're going to do original content as well but the fact is, we know that newsrooms have shrunk. So unless you're hiring a large news staff, and um, you can't really get more out of the shrinking news teams you have. So my fear is um, that what we're seeing is, a, is actually a lot of smoke and mirrors, um, and uh, what we're really losing is the value of um, of having a a solid national, um, more neutral uh agency to to serve the kind of function Sarpe does dacia or reuters did in britain or afp did it does in france or ap does in the usa
0: all right so, so if it's smoke and mirrors then then the end result maybe you know a year down the line or two years what sort of impact will this have
1: well i i'm my fear is that what we're seeing is less and less coverage um of for example the routine court cases and um, the routine city council meetings Um a lot of that stuff where having a journalist there um keeps an eye on things and keeps people informed about what's happening and because newsrooms are thinking there's less and less of that now an agency serves a role in covering those things because it's uh, it's various news outlets cooperatively um um spending their money to make sure these things are covered um so so what 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 we're losing uh I, I fear is that kind of coverage i hope i'm wrong i hope that the the arrival of these news wires means more reporters more basic daily coverage of routine things i really do hope i'm wrong um but i, I, I i'm concerned that i'm not and, and just for
0: the record, Professor Anton Harbour, should then SARPA have been saved no matter what? If all these if these three organizations will, some or the other, either in terms of money or capability, set up new structures, the same effort, should that have been put then into, towards saving SARPA?
1: Look, I, um, I've, uh, yes, I think that there's a short-sightedness to those who've uh, killed SARPA in essence by pulling out of it. Um, I think that in the long run it'll cost more um not to have SARPA, Um I think that um I think that you know the problem was that you know the most news agencies around the world have been rethinking their role in the age of the Internet so Reuters has gone through huge change and um, Bloomberg um is one of the most successful growing news organizations based on a news agency and a financial news agency model um, in the last twenty years, so they, they I think they're showing that there, there, there are ways to adapt to to the internet and create viable models. The problem is that SARPA hasn't been given the space and the resources. Um, to go through this
0: process and adapt to the internet in the last 20 years. Some uh, questions, well, Levo was saying, in chilling with my robots here and listening to the show, uh, that's great. So just by responding to this issue, saying we need an authentic news agency to filter current, uh, filter accurate news in, in real time. And there's a couple more that says something very, very similar as well. Uh, someone called MMS, MSS702 saying, we need factual newsrooms, we need to tell our own stories. Now now let's then just talk, um, William Bird, from your point of view, in the light of what we're talking about, I also hear that, that the African news agency is putting itself slightly differently. It's almost like less about, well certainly South Africa, considering it's owned by the independent newspapers, so I understand, but more with, with the, the the plan of, of a pan-African expansionist idea. Your your thoughts on that?
2: Well look, I think that's, that's a nice idea, you know, and certainly we saw that um the SABC, some about nearly a decade ago now, had had an had an effort to say we want to make sure that we report the continent uh, better than anyone else, and we want our own bureaus and our own stringers and people all over the place. And that was a you know, broad, broadly speaking, it was a good idea. It was just massively expensive, sadly. That didn't um, kind of pan out the way that they had hoped. I think on many levels, as we as we would admit. But I think that where if there's any hope for these three agencies to survive, it's going to be that they base their uh, their content on finding different niche audiences. So if the if the, the Times version decides that they're going to focus actually on local government and on making sure that they get people out there to report on local government, make it real, make it relevant to to all of their readers, then other news services are going to actually want that because they won't be able to bring that to people. The A and A one won't be able to offer that. But similarly readers of, of other media are going to go well, what the hell is happening on the rest of our right continent and they might then want to source that and then they might want to get something different from from the News24 version but if they all try and do effectively the same thing we're going to see that this is just going to be a, a, a fairly uh, brutal and expensive exercise for for the different uh, media houses concerned and the loser on that will be the audiences in South Africa unfortunately and it, and it does speak to short-sightedness of media owners i'm afraid you know they they've known these things have been coming for at least the last twenty years and instead of investing in um... In at at fifteen twenty years ago we we know that they let them run off things i mean to the best of my knowledge they're still operating for windows xp those who are mm-hmm. lucky enough to have mm-hmm. a computer to, to enter the the typeface on but you know so they, they didn't investigate they didn't try and find new models of how they're going to uh, re identify and reversion version for for a digital era and that's and they're going to pay for this dearly you know they they think that they they're coming up with clever ideas now, but again it's about having long term vision for for the news organizations and the and the future so getting rid of journalists today yes, great idea it'll save you lots of money for the for the immediate future, but you know you lose highly skilled pe- people at your peril, and what you what that costs you is Quality journalism and what it costs the audiences is diversity of voice and diversity of news and views.
0: Okay, then let me bring in then Ray Hartley from RDM. or RDM News Wire uh, you now as well. So let, let's then talk about the differentiators. Clearly, you have you must have put in a, done an analysis on what News24 Wire plans to do as well as what the African News Agency intends to do. How, how, how are you going to differ? Well, look,
3: I mean, Anton mentioned investments. You know, and the fact that SARPA covers courts and local government. Well, we have, in times, media hubs that cover courts and local government. It's one of our strengths that we want to play to in this news service. Look, I mean, I think if you take a step back and you look at all the websites, the news websites, carrying the same copy, um, which is the situation that you have Mm. with SARPA, and you look to a future where they are carrying different stories, different versions, of different content about the same uh, story. I think it's a much richer media environment, yeah, right? I mean, right now, if you go onto competing platforms, you'll see the same type of story reappearing, maybe with a different headline. Um, what you're going to see, I think, going forward is, is a much more competitive and aggressive approach to the news. So there'll be... Quite different stories appearing, I think, across these different competing titles. And that can only be a good thing. Will it flush somebody out? Will somebody go down, down the line? Well, nothing ventured, nothing gained. I mean, I think what you're going to get out of this at the end of it
0: is a much more competitive, healthy uh, online media. So it's so, okay. So bring bring on the challenges, Anton Harbour, Your your thoughts? Just keep in mind the my understanding from the Independent Newspaper Group with regard to the African News Agency. That investment is something like twenty million US dollars. So that point about where you're going to find the budget doesn't apply to them, isn't it?
1: Um, well, um, let me just say about what Ray's saying. Uh, you know, um, good luck to Ray. Um, I hope he's right. I hope he proves me wrong. I'd be very happy to see a more competitive. Um, more aggressive uh, competition around uh, chasing uh, basic daily news so so l- l- let's hope he's right um, the you 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 know it, it, it i think it's even more than 20 million dollars but if you're looking Africa wide I must say i i uh, i do wonder if that is enough i mean that's an interesting venture mm-hmm. i have no doubt that there is a strong need for um more for, for Africa to, to generate more of its own basic news and to have African um, agencies which compete with the kind of more Western-orientated uh, global agencies. Um, you know, I think that that, that that is an extremely healthy thing. Um, uh, and what, what I'm wary of is the notion that coming from independent newspapers that they're looking for kind of um, uh, positive sunshine news out of Africa. And the first, uh, piece I've read from the new, from their new news agency has that kind of feel to it. And unfortunately, that kind of news, um, really just doesn't sell. There's been a chance to do that in the past, which has failed. So I hope they develop a notion of, 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 of the role of that agency that's truly independent. Um, that's also critical. Um, and uh, then it can really contribute to, to news and information in Africa.
0: Okay, I just see. By the way, picking up a piece in, in yesterday's Saturday's Tall, part of the Independent Newspaper Group, that uh, Chris Bahrain who will head up the African News Agency, is saying they've now succeeded in, in taking over the assets of uh, of Sapa. Uh, uh, William, any, any significance attached to that? Because he also says, and I'm quoting him. You know, it was always uh, Sekunjalo's intention was always to protect. Uh, and safeguard the Sapa brand and the important role it played in South Africa's media, uh, media history. Uh, w- w- what sense do you make from that?
2: Well, I think that institutionally there's a, there's probably a lot of really valuable assets there, and ma- many of them, I suspect, vested in, in a number of the the, the staff that are that, that remain. So that would that I can see there would be a lot of value, in and it's nice to know that they're going to try and pick up on that. But you know, I mean, otherwise, you know, five five or 10 pcs in them and, and have a very 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 dated system is not going to bring you that much value to your business but it certainly is a a good idea to try and retain the SARPA brand if that's what they're able to do um and to try and make sure that that gains some new traction um and again you know i think ray's point is is a very is a very strong one the trouble with only one news agency as we saw with SARPA, was that it didn't. You didn't tend to get greater diversity. You tended mm, to get the mm. same story being carried across all different news media. So the idea of three should theoretically allow for greater diversity. And of course, the other beast in the in the room that we haven't mentioned it is is, com- is competing with the SABC you know, because of they're course. also one of the far and away the biggest uh, news producer in the country at the moment. So it's going to be interesting to see how they respond to uh, these new news agency challenges and to what extent it's going to impact on the way that their news is. Um, is used and interpreted, so that should be interesting. Of course, whether or not the SABC has a strategy around that is a, is a different matter.
0: Okay, we've got um, we've got about a minute to go, so let, let's wrap up, then I'll leave it to all three of you, starting with Ray Hartley. Uh, Ray, just any final points you may want to make, uh, bring up, something perhaps we haven't even thought about here?
3: No, no, I just think that, uh, you know, we've got to sort of, we're in a time in the media where we have to reinvent ourselves. You know, we can't just carry on doing what we were doing. Um, you know, there's, there's a big shake up happening about how we use resources and how we deal with the new digital environment. And I'm very excited. I mean, I'm, I'm, I love what's happening. To me, this is now shows that media houses in South Africa are taking a step forward to actually power up the internet's uh, mm-hmm. websites with original content.
0: And that's going to be a lot more exciting than what they have at the moment. And some may say survival of the fittest, I don't know. Anton, how about just your final thoughts?
1: Um, Yes, there certainly has to be a a reinvention. Uh, With that has to go serious investment um, in journalism, in news gathering um, um, from, you know, which which we've seen in many fronts uh, something of a disinvestment in recent years. So let's hope that this does signal a change in those attitudes, new investment in, in journalism and news gathering, and uh, then we will all
2: benefit.
0: Okay, and, and William Bird,
1: your final thoughts?
2: I think they need to, in addition to those, they need to think long term about this and making sure that they don't look for short term benefits, certainly not financially, but long term in terms of really providing something that's going to benefit people. If you look at the most successful tech companies like your Apple's and your Googles, the thing that they do most heavily is, is they invest in their people and in stuff that they don't yet know they're going to have a use for. And that's what I guess our companies and certainly our media mm, companies mm. need to be doing uh, but, A good journalists with 10 years experience is worth, is worth oh. their weight in
0: gold. Yeah. The other thing, of course, clear sense now that maybe those three groupings will, will not be talking to each other. I mean, they don't need you. That's what I think. Anyway. All right. Let's leave it at that. Thank you so much for your time. Interesting in terms of implications there. So, three new Newswire services uh, on board either just immediately or in the next couple of days. They are RDM uh, Newswire services, part of, well, Looking up on the old uh, round Daily Mail rebranding there. Then the other one, News24YN. And uh, finally, the African News Agency.